host Neil and you are listening to Memorial Battles of World War II and the men who led them. This episode is about about the events in the African campaign from August 1940 to August 1942. Benito Mussolini, the dictator of Italy, ordered an all-out offensive after the end of the Battle of France. Because of this, the British colony of British Somaliland was attacked and captured from August 5th to August 19th in 1940. They attacked it from Ethiopia, which the Italians controlled. In Northern Africa, Rodolfo Graziani gave the order for his troops, which were stationed in Libya, to attack Egypt on September 13th because of orders from Mussolini. The British 4th Indian and 7th Armoured Divisions, commanded by Richard O'Connor, faced them. O'Connor's plan was to let the Italians advance and then surprise them from the south and push them back. The opportunity to attack came when the Italians stopped at City Barini because they had to get more food and water and their supply lines were too long. O'Connor attacked on December 9th and was able to completely surprise the Italians by attacking from the south and getting behind the Italian front line. They had recaptured all all of Egypt by the next day. O'Connor realized that he might be able to capture Libya too. The 4th Indian Division was withdrawn from the fighting and replaced by the 6th Australian Division. The British were able to capture the important city of Bardia on January 3rd and advanced further into Libya. Wavell, the commander in Africa and the Middle East, now attacked Eritrea, which the Italians controlled, on January 19th with the 4th and 5th Indian Divisions. This force was commanded by William Platt. They made slow but steady progress. On February 11th, the British attacked Italian Somaliland. By the 25th, the capital, Mogadishu, had been captured. A British force also recaptured British Somaliland on the 25th. On March 25th, Diridawa, which was in Ethiopia, was captured, so the British would be able to capture Addis Ababa, the capital of Ethiopia. After Addis Ababa fell on April 6th, the British closed in on the Italians and they surrendered on May 19th. Meanwhile, the important port of Tobruk had been captured by Australian troops on January 3rd, 1949. On February 6th, most of the Italians had surrendered and O'Connor decided he could capture the capital of Libya, Tripoli. He quickly sent a messenger to Wavell asking for permission to go farther and take all of Libya. However, when the messenger arrived, Wavell had taken down all his charts showing North Africa and replaced them with a one about the Balkans. And he did not give O'Connor permission to keep going because he wanted to transfer troops from North Africa to the Balkans. Because of this, O'Connor could not capture Tripoli and end the war in North Africa. Hitler, who realized that the Italians were soon going to be defeated and saw an opportunity to capture North Africa, sent Erwin Rommel's Africa Corps to assist the Italians. Rommel was born on November 15, 1891. He 
He was killed on October 14, 1944 because he was involved in a plot to kill Hitler. He was nicknamed by the British the Desert Fox because he was able to defeat them and go after them, like a fox. The first parts of the Africa Corps landed on February 12th and Rommel started Operation Sonnebloom on March 24th. Meanwhile, O'Connor was forced to leave in February because he was sick and was replaced by Philip Niam. Operation Sonnebloom was able to take what he had not already captured in the city of Elagela and captured Mirza El Brega on March 31st. Ronald then captured Agadabia and captured O'Connor, who was now cured, and Niam. By April 8, Rommel had recaptured almost everything that Operation Compass had gained. However, he had not advanced into Egypt and more importantly, he had not captured the port of Tobruk, whose defenders resisted attacks on April 10th and 16th. On May 15th, Wavell launched Operation Brevity, but called it off the next day because of increasing casualties. From June 15th to June 17th, Operation Battle Axe was fought, but the British lost so many tanks that Wavell was fired and replaced with Claude Auchinleck, who was placed as commander in Africa and the Middle East, while Alan Cunningham was placed in command of the 8th Army, or the forces opposing the Africa Corps. On November 18th, Auchinleck launched Operation Crusader. It was extremely successful and forced Rommel to retreat to Mursha El Brega. Cunningham was also fired during Operation Crusader and was replaced by Neil Ritchie. Unfortunately, on January 21st, Rommel counterattacked and by February 6th, most of what Operation Crusader had achieved was lost. The Allies did still hold a defense line at Gazala, which blocked Rommel. Therefore, he moved to destroy it. The south of the line was weak, and Ritchie predicted that Rommel would attack there, so he wanted Auchinleck to put the reserves near the south. Auchinleck disagreed with Ritchie, so they decided they would place reserves behind both the north and the south of the defense line. This weakened the strength of each reserve formation, though. Rommel did launch the attack in the south, and the reserves were soon destroyed. On June 20th, Rommel attacked Tobruk. All the Allied commanders had expected an attack from the southwest. Rommel attacked from the southeast, catching the defenders by surprise. The next day, Klopper, the commander of the defenses in Tobruk, surrendered. After this disaster, Auchinleck fired Ritchie and took direct command of the 8th Army. However, as Rommel attacked the defense line at El Alamein on July 1st, he was pushed back by the 8th Army and suffered heavy casualties. On July 4th, Ochenek was fired and replaced by Harold Alexander. Ritchie was replaced by Bernard Montgomery. When Rommel attacked Alam el Halfa on August 30th, he was repelled again. After this, both sides withdrew, and though Rommel did not know it, Montgomery was planning a counterattack. These events were important because they started the North African campaign and they distracted German forces from other fronts. 
They are also important because they help protect Africa from the Axis powers or the side opposing the Allies. Talk about the Balkans campaign.